Indianapolis Colts up next. And then we got to record the Texans. So we're going to be sitting out of the first round for two back-to-back mocks. Texans aren't going to trade up. I think the only team that could maybe the Colts for a quarterback, but we're not going to do that because I don't think that's realistic right now. And I also don't want to give up a ton of draft capital just to go get Jordan Love, so we're just not going to worry about that. Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing great. I feel really bad because I have a Marlon Mack jersey and I didn't hang it up, but here, here we go for the Colts fans. Yeah, there you go. Marlon Mack in the, in the audience. Go Colts for this video and this video only. I love you guys. You need to clean. Uh, blue and white. Perfect. For sure, for sure. All right, so we see the team needs, and I think those first three are the biggest. They need a cornerback, they need a quarterback for the future, and they need a wide receiver for the future. And luckily, we had the 34th pick here, and for some reason, Jeff Gladney fell. I mean, I mean, like, like, I mean, I don't know if that's really falling because there's been a lot of talks that he might not even fall come real draft too. Because I mean, a ton of corners might not go. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, I mean, they, they cover up the D tackle. I mean, we were talking about team needs uh, real quick. I mean, they covered up D tackle by getting uh, DeForest Buckner. So, like that move. Um, they have some pieces they got to get They got to get under wraps. Uh, I mean, Philip Rivers isn't an immediate option. Maybe they're thinking, hey, we can wait till next year before we grab a quarterback. But I'll be honest with you, the class just isn't as great. Uh, next year, there's an elite at the top, but then it just fizzles to nothing where this class is really deep. So, I feel like we're going to need to establish that pick early. But looking at secondary pieces, I mean, we got McKinney up there. I genuinely believe he'll be here. There's a chance Delta's here. I don't believe Gladney will be here at all, so I kind of want to skip over that. I feel like it's a, kind of an unfair pick since he won't be here. So, I mean, I'm looking at maybe maybe going Delta here, but I'm not sure. What, what are your kind of I, I kind of like the regular pick. Um, we do pick at 44, so I think we go quarterback at 44 because I think that's, I, that's where I wanted to take Eason in real life or Hurts. So I think I, we can kind of play it off like that. I do like the regular pick here. or McK- I don't think they would go Delpit. I think they would go Rager or McKinney in this pick because McKinney can play the slot corner. Or he can play He played outside of Bama. They did get Xavier Rhodes, who will be starting. I don't want to say how good or bad he might actually be, but he will be starting. So I kind of like that regular pick to pair him with Paris Campbell, T.Y. Hilton, and uh, Zach Pascal from last year with Jack Doyle um, over the top. I think that would be a good core to have because this team's not far off of contending they have a good team they're just missing that qb last year after luck retires i kind of like the regular pick here yeah i'm gonna close my eyes and let you do it because uh, i really want mckinney but i'm not gonna argue it too much oh, don't, don't do it. i did it we, we haven't really gone any like high profile receivers in any of ours mckinney is still there um i'm trying to see when we pick next 75 is when we pick next let's see how the quarterbacks are shaping out because i think they do need to come out with the quarterback and Fromm is still there. And I know we don't like Fromm, but I think in this offense, it would be okay. Yeah. I so I, I could roll with it. Um, I definitely think you need to go with Kenny Fuchs here. I mean, that's what I wanted with the last pick. Both send that one. You got to ensure that your, your overall defense is, is locked up as well. Uh, there's no way. There's no way. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Now he oh. went to the Lions. That's, that's, a, that's a good pick. Literally. <laughs> Matt Stafford light. All right, so we're just gonna go in here. I think we're gonna we're gonna lock up from without even questioning yeah. it. He's still. I I know we like Gordon better as an overall like ceiling play. I still think Fromm would be the better pick if you're actually picking. Fromm is probably the safer floor. Uh, when we 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 make rankings, we're not basing it off of obviously team fits or how a team views them. We're basing it off our prospect overview, which obviously we're gonna grade out Gordon high because his production was there, the film was there. And he's like, I mean, like, just kind of everything that goes into it. So don't take that as like a, 
when now we think Fromm is overall better because we're only ranking him in terms of football talent, not necessarily um yeah, anything no, I, else. I, yeah. You're, you're, what we're going with there is, is really a team fit, in all honesty, with the Fromm pick. Uh, you just need a, a game manager. The Colts are a good enough team defensively, and, and their offensive line is, is absolutely beautiful. It's, I think it's still the best in the league. Um, I mean, you make Marlon Mack look good in the game, so I appreciate it as a USF fan. Um, all other running backs in the system have shown successes. I mean, even guys that are pulling off the streets. So it's clearly a running team. Uh, we did establish a solid passing uh, game um, with getting Rieger and with getting uh, Fromm. But you're still a running team. You're playing with a system quarterback. It's still effective. This team can go far with the system quarterback unlike some others. So I really like the pick. And now we're on to the next. Yeah, I kind of like Cam Dancer at this pick. He allegedly, at the time of recording this, just ran a 4.38. I mean, when you watch the film, the speed's there. He's the only guy who shut down Jamar Chase, but he ran like a 4.55 at the combine. But, I mean, we kind of go into um, Xavier Rhodes on a one-year deal, and they got rid of, I'm trying to think whatever their number one corner's name was. After this, there is a huge drop-off in terms of NFL-ready talent, I think. So I kind of think doubling down on there was would be kind of a good route. Um him and we actually we didn't even really get a corner we kind of we got McKinney but like I think just doubling down the secondary would be a a solid I, I, picker yeah, no, I like Dantzler a lot uh, you're again you're locking up your secondary uh, your D-line that's what you focused on but right now that first pick um, so you got that established you got your secondary established your linebacker is already really solid uh, and now you're sitting here you picked up the offense and you're just looking for probably the best available piece maybe maybe you help out the offense the offensive line a little bit but again you're looking at uh, pieces that you that you, you feel is really good value where you're sitting right now because the team is pretty locked up yeah it does say that they need a guard um i don't I'm not necessarily familiar with their exact line i do see antonio gibson there i don't know if that necessarily i mean it could fit his scheme uh damian lewis is here we haven't really messed around with him in any of these videos yet i'm not like a huge huge fan of him but I, I mean, they might just like him because he went to lsu um yeah. Uh, Sadiq Charles. Sadiq Charles. There we go. You're in between those two. You're getting bailed out a lot. Uh, I don't really think he's that great. I think more or less he was just surrounded by really good. Uh, so he didn't really stand out with me uh, skill-wise. So I'm not really looking at him. Um, well, Michael Pirine would be a really would be an upgrade in Naheem Hines. Um, I think Naheem Hines is still pretty good. Uh, but Michael Pirine is, is much better. Uh, he can run actually. So Neem Hines, really, what you're stuck with is is a strict pass catcher, and that's one thing the Colts were having issues with is they're telegraphing a lot of their offense. Where when you have Marlon Mack on the field, they know you're running. When you have uh, Neem Hines out there, they know you're passing. So if you get a guy like Michael Pirine who can do a lot, uh, do a lot in the running attack as well as um, being quite effective in, in pass catching, you're kind of replacing Neem Hines with a better back in my opinion, and now now you have him and Marlon Mack paired together. Um, I think it's really effective for, for an offense. Uh, I know we're going back to specialty pieces for the offense, but I think it's quite effective. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind the pick. They are going to address running back because Marlon Mack's a free agent next year, I'm pretty sure. And if they have the opportunity to not pay a one-dimensional back, I know you're a Marlon Mack fan, but it's gonna ha they're going to let him walk. Chris Ballard, Chris Ballard knows what he's doing. He's not going to pay a one-dimensional back if he doesn't have to. I think we have we have 193 and 197 picks here. Um, we can kind of look at this really anyway. We can go back to maybe the secondary, just adding another piece if possible. Uh, Julian Blackman's there. 
maybe another safety because maybe McKinney eventually goes to only slot corner or whatever um, they might do there. Brunson uh, or Sha- Shaquille Quarterman, those are two pretty good outside linebackers. Quarterman more for the run stop, uh, Brunson more on the coverage. Um, that also can, can play on the run stop as well. Um, I like uh, Brunson here, more versatile. Uh, just just add another depth piece to that linebacking crew that's already so good. Um, again, you're, you're assuring that your defense is going to be locked down because you just picked Jake Brom and you need a good defense. You just do. You already have the good line for him. Again, we said it was a great fit for Brom, and I still believe that. But you still have to make sure you have everything else around him, resource-wise, to help him out. Um, and, and I think you, we've done that by establishing running back, and you already have the great offensive line. You establish your defense even more too. So. Yeah, I don't mind the pick either here. Um, we kind of come down to here. I, Stephen Sullivan kind of um, stands out to me. He kind of just fits like maybe a pick that Chris Ballard would make. Kind of an uh, well, he was the backup tight end for LSU behind Thad Moss. Not really the backup. Because um, he kind of like played here and there, but he has been claimed to have, I mean, obviously, as you can see on the screen if you're watching YouTube, a lot of upside. A lot of people are kind of marking him as that like that Dallas Goddard type tight end um, that can really play wherever you need him to. They did get rid of Eric Ebron. They do have Jack Doyle locked up, but Jack Doyle is like, I don't know, he's kind of a one-dimensional tight end to me. He's just kind of like that over-the-top guy. Like what, he's like kind of like Jared Cook with less blocking ability is kind of how I think of the way he plays. Um, Steven Sullivan can block. I think that'd be a good move to make because they did get rid of Eric Ebron and they have Mo Ali Cox, but this team runs a lot of two tight end sets and cycles three tight ends. So I think this would be a good pick and a good tier of value here at this pick. Absolutely. If you get him fantasy-wise, uh, you, you still look at Jack Doyle as a, as a very good uh, late-round sleeper fantasy option. Um, so I like it both fantasy-wise and real-life real uh, situation here. So I'm definitely going to go with that. Yeah, I mean, I think they will double down because they've they've had a lot of tight ends in the past. Like, I think they're not going to go into the season with, I say, one and a half because Mo Alley Cox is just a big body. He's not really like a actual tight end. I don't want to like harp, or, like make him feel like he's not good or anything, but that's kind of the way it is. So we look at this draft here. Like I said, the Colts are in a good spot. They got Philip Rivers, who I think is perfect for one year. Now they got Jake Fromm kind of coming underneath him. I want that to be Easton, but I don't want them to reach on Easton if they don't have to. I would think Fromm could be. I like Easton a lot more, but from he is an NFL-ready quarterback. But if you can, if Philip Rivers can teach him the ins and outs of how to work around a defense, or just teach him a little bit, I think it'd be fine. We got Regular McKinney, just two huge athletic values at 34 and 44. Cam Dantzler, a lot of upside. Only one who hung with Jamar Chase. P Ryan, I like the pick there. They will probably add a running back. I don't know who. And then the last few picks are just kind of shot in the dark plays, but just add depth all around. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, athletic freaks are on this team. Uh, you you secured up your secondary uh, very well with getting Chancellor and McKinney. I, I love the stack of picks. Um, you get your wide receiver, Rieger. I don't really think you need more than that, uh, but he's a very special talent, very speedy guy. I think he's better than than, um, than Hurts, so it, it's a really good pick there. I said Hurts. Drugs, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's way over. Um, I think an Alabama guy. Uh, guys that were good only when they were at Alabama. Big hit on Jalen Hurts there. Uh, Henry Ruggs, I think he's better than Henry Ruggs there in Rieger. Uh, Jake Fromm, game manager quarterback, that works very effectively for that kind of cold system with a good offensive line and good defensive pieces. We talked about that earlier. 
you get Michael Piran, you establish a good running game that doesn't telegraph your offense as much as you guys were telegraphing your offense last year. With Mac and Naheem Hines, now you have more of an established uh, back that can do both uh, in Piran. And then, again, like you said, some shot in the dark kind of picks there at the end. Brunson, really good depth piece, and Sullivan, too, uh, adding a third tight end. Good draft. I agree. I agree. So down below, Discord link, go hop in that. We got about 25 to 30 people in it right now. It's only growing. People are running mock drafts every day. We're having a good time in there. Subscribe if you have not. Hit the like button if you like this video. If you disliked it, I guess dislike it, but we don't care because it's a mock draft. No one actually knows. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think what the schedule is like the rest of the week. rest of the week, we're starting the NFC mock drafts. We have our quarterback, or sorry, our receiver matchmaker, more mock drafts, and then the week of the draft, we have a cool sort of special um, live draft for us as we're going to make picks for different divisions, be in some suit and ties. We got a special commissioner if he's available, and we're looking forward to that. So for Tyler and Lucas, we'll see you next time.